Bush and Richie with your home time daily takeaway. I can um, never remember the name of it. <laughs> I struggled tonight. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. Um, we've got a bit of an issue here in the studio. Our producer has brought us up some food. Uh, this is re- referred to briefly during the show, actually. Um, some panettone. Uh-huh. I'm concerned that 15 minutes into tucking into this panettone that it's woefully out of date. You reckon? Well, I mean, it's Jason Manford's food. It is Jason Manford's panettone. There's no two ways about this. That could be the karma that comes back and bites us for eating Jason Manford's food. This is it. Jason and Steve get sent some amazing things from around the world for yes. their programme. We get next to now on Home Time. Yeah. But we've, they didn't use it for their Christmas special, so we thought we'd have it. Uh, and, yeah, I feel a bit like I'm, I've been punched in the stomach. Kind of like a hard <laughs> no, stomach after I've like, eaten it. It's in date. Are you sure? Oh, he, oh, he, he speaks. This is March 2023. We're in January. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Palatoni, a traditional Italian Christmas dish, and here we are, arse end of January. If you're listening to this and you know your panettone, what is the average kind of best before date? How long does it last? Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Very excited because it is the weekend and we've had our eyes open today. As we said a few moments ago, it's great that you guys get in touch with us in between the shows. The show is always on air. We're always here for you to get in touch with, whether it's a tweet uh, or you can email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Neil Wooding tweeted, Bush and myself uh, in between uh, tonight's show and last night with uh, a little video and he says this I've been shown by my nine-year-old stepson that for over 40 years I've been breaking off pieces of Toblerone incorrectly yeah it's unbelievable instead of trying to break a piece away we should all be pushing the two tips towards each other how have I never known this well Neil Neither did I. I had literally no idea. It's a game changer. I, there's been... I, I've, I've varied between putting the Toblerone in my gob and ripping part of the top of my mouth off as you get the peak It's like chewing there. the top of the radiator, isn't it? Uh, or breaking it the other way. But never did I think, despite having a, a, a double A in physics, never did I think about squeezing the tips together. Hey, it's interesting. Good little boast about your physics score there. Thank you. Um, it's the interesting... only A I've got. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's interesting to see that they, someone is out there who are the people who have been upsold at WH Smith at train stations. <laughs> it works, WH Swiss. Keep doing it. Keep offering it as a deal. Anything that you found out you were doing wrong for ages? Well, I've got this weird situation with the Sky Q remote. Right. Okay, so I've always thought I wouldn't be brilliant if you can flick back to the, the channel that you were watching before. Yes. Like to and from. Yes. And I learned, uh, someone told me how to do it and I did it for a bit and then, because I've got a really like quite a small brain, <laughs> I've taped over that bit and can't remember how to do it. This is infuriating. So you're telling me there is a way. There's a way. To flip back to the previous channel but yeah. you've now forgotten what I've that way was. Forgotten what it is. All right, two questions to start the show with. <laughs> is there something that you found out you were doing wrong for ages let us know about that and secondary question how do you flip back to the previous channel on a sky q remote thank you what have you been doing wrong for ages let's add to the list this is coming from tom peeling the foil off an oxo cube then mm. crushing it it's designed to be crushed within the foil then the powder can be poured from a torn corner if you're like me and you used to eat oxo cubes as a kid then you can just crunch it up on the bus and just tip it into your mouth like you, space dust you used to eat Eat them as a kid. Me and my brother used to eat them like like an apple, like bite the, off the side of the cube. What in what context? Look, like, well, I get home from school and think, oh, it's a while <laughs> till dinner. I'm going to have an oxo cube. <laughs> These were we were like ten or eleven, and we used to eat them quite a lot. That's absolutely crazy. It's, I'm sure it wasn't good for us. Beef stock or chicken? Just the beef. Wouldn't touch the chicken. <laughs> not animals. 
Hey, you know I was saying earlier on about the whole Sky Remote thing? Yes. Apparently there is a way of jumping back to the previous channel, but I'd forgotten it, so I've been doing it wrong. Uh, uh, Michael, on his way home to Surrey, says, Guys, I work for Sky. Press the right blue button, then hit select. Oh. Have to try it. OK. Uh, Roxy says, Sometimes I listen to Bush and Richie, and I think these guys are cool and hip and trendy. Then I hear them asking how to use the Sky Q remote, and it just reminds me of trying to teach my parents how to use a laptop for the first time. All right, all right, Roxy. All right, how do you... Do you know how to jump between two channels that you previously watched? Didn't think so. We know now. <laughs> Katie G says, I learned the alphabet in BSL yesterday, uh, British Sign Language. I thought it was a Korean band. And this exposed that I've been doing the alphabet wrong. Hey. I do P-Q-U-R-S-T-U. And I've been adding in another U, and I didn't know I've been doing this. And how long my brain has been doing this for? That's amazing. She's been getting the alphabet wrong. Wow. Uh, we've got Jonathan on the line. Jonathan, talk to us. So, um, sparklers that you use on Bonfire Night. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're, what, what you do, you light them at the top, you let them burn down towards your fingers. And you're always telling everyone to be really careful, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you should be lighting them down by your fingers and letting them burn all the way up to the top. So you're saying that not just us as a group, but the entire world's been doing sparklers wrong up until this point? Uh, absolutely everybody, and, and including me, until just now. I did not know that. So if, if we lit it at the bottom, it's not just going to yeah. go out immediately, it will go the other way? Yeah, yeah, it will burn all the way up to the tip. Far, so far safer. I always thought there was a bit that you hold on to that didn't have any, like, special yeah. gunpowder stuff on it. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Will you light that first? Light that first. Yeah. No, no, not the handle bit. What's but I don't understand what you mean. So Jonathan's saying, so you've you've got it in your glove. First of all, being safe. Right. Yeah. 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 Bear in mind, none of us are going to be able to practice this until November the (laughs) fifth. It's a slow burner. (laughs) You've got it in your glove, safe. Yeah. In the handle bit, and then above your hand is the end of where it'll come down to. Jonathan's saying you light it there so it goes up your stick rather than coming down your rod. If you you were there on a uh, bonfire night, there would be people saying, check the smart ass over there, (laughs) burning it the other way. But I guess it works. It does work. And it's great. And it, it means you build to a crescendo for your finish. Yeah, Which is always good. And you're like, you're, like you're burning up to the best bit at the very end. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Here's this one from Julian Eves and Bin Bags. They're inside out on the roll. What? You're supposed to put the liner onto the rim of the bin, then stuff it back into the bin. Bins are just mucking around with us, aren't they? With the litres. <laughs> oh, f- Fifty litres. I'm inside out as well. Leave it alone. Make things easier for people. Uh, Andy, what have you been doing wrong for ages? It's the uh, opening of bananas. So you've been opening bananas the wrong way. And how did you find the right way? And what was that? Well, I was on a beach in uh, in Mombasa, and the uh, the catering staff of the hotel had brought out um, a big bucket of excess bananas that were kind of past their best. And uh, the local monkeys find this kind of a, it's obviously a weekly occurrence. And also they're really eager to help themselves to these bananas. It's kind of a case of either get stuck in as many as they can, as fast as they can, or they kind of grab as many as they can and run off and eat them in the trees. But they've all now learned the the fastest speed method, which is instead of wrestling with the bananas and tearing at the top, they just flip them upside down, open them like a bag of crisps, and they're in their mouth in seconds. And it's quite, quite a thing to watch. Wow. So the monkeys the monkeys are like the way to learn with this kind of thing. 
yeah, absolutely. So, so you, you, right. you were just watching. The monkey wasn't turning around to you and just saying, Oi, Andy, look at this. So what you do is you put it in your hand and you peel from the other side. People always get it wrong. I mean, I tell you, it's crazy. Look, I've got to go. See you later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just fl- flip it upside down, open it like a bag of crisps, and it just literally opens in seconds. No, no wrestling with the top part. Are you doing the monkey impression now, or are you just, is this just advice? <laughs> We're going to try it tonight. I've got monkey, I've got not monkeys at home, I've got bananas at home. <laughs> Give it a go. Enjoy, chap. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hasn't it been freezing the past couple of days? It's really cold. It's not just been cold, it's been kind of like swear in the air kind of cold. And the worst bit of the day in terms of being freezing for me has been at the school run in the mornings, because it's absolutely brassic, particularly waiting around for the kids to go in and everything. But do you know what, one little invention, a little gadget that I turned my nose up at a little bit when it arrived in the house has actually saved my life. And it is a pair of mitts. So Katie, my other half, bought these Velcro mitts mm-hmm. <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. As you know, I'm always on Facebook Marketplace. You love it. You I spend love... all your time on there. Mainly for me, it's reborn dolls. But uh, she was looking at stuff that's useful for the house. And she bought these um, Velcro, massive Velcro mitts that... Uh, we're like only a couple of quid, but they stick onto the handle of the buggy, mm-hmm. and when you're pushing the buggy along, it keeps your hands incredibly warm. That's amazing. I mean, we were in some you know cold jobs at the very beginning of the week on this show, and one thing that really gets me, and I think it's getting worse as I'm getting older, I can't bear to have cold hands. <laughs> it really just, you know, when you can't even type properly on your phone, that's just too much. So... This little tiny invention, little gadget, has been an absolute game changer. I'm looking at the picture now that, that, that you've shared. It reminds me of, you know, when you're going around like an inner city and you see um, uh, motorcycle couriers. Yeah. And and on their on their bike, they've got those big mitts that they put their hand... It looks a little bit like that. And do you want, and maybe the next stage on is to get the actual blanket that goes over your legs, <laughs> like a central Italian city mo- moped what rider. a great idea for a pushchair. That's incredible. I love it. When you take your hands out of it, it looks like your hands are hovering which is an amazing optical illusion but it does raise the question right if you listen to this right now and there's a little invention or gadget or thing that's kind of made your life so much easier please do tell us about it martin has tweeted to say that his prosthetic leg has a bottle opener on it no way video of him opening a bottle of bex on his prosthetic Need leg to see this immediately that's amazing quite literally a game changer wow have i ever told you about my telescopic fork <laughs> <laughs> now, there's an offer. No, I've never heard about this. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, I, I will tell you next, because I thought otherwise I was turning into a cat. If, if ever there was a thing that's going to make people turn around from walking out of the lounge and stay and put, it's that. Always had an itchy back. Oh, this, I thought this was eating. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Always had an itchy back. So um, I've, I, I thought the, 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 the most reasonable thing to do was to sort of scratch it up against like a door frame. <laughs> what okay. is wrong with you? Well, how else are you going to scratch your back? I've never really had an issue with it. I've never thought, oh, I haven't got the facilities to scratch me back. So I was in the post office uh, about six months back, yeah, uh, just uh, returning a parcel, uh-huh. uh, and noticed for £1.99 hanging on the end of like an aisle was a telescopic fork. You know, like a 1980s car aerial that would go like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the end of it, it, it was like that, had a handle at one end, it would go, but on the end of it was, was like a fork, and you could... Are you sure? Are you sure you're supposed to use that on your back? Or is that for eating or cooking? No, it was labelled back scratcher. 
This is a one ninety nine in the post office, which is uh, now closed down and is going to be turned into um, a Morrison's Direct or something, which is uh, so sad. So you will just sit there and watch TV, extend this thing, and I scratch away. No, I scratch in the morning. Oh my lord. If you're having your tea, I hope it hasn't been ruined. Looks like there's an army of home-time listeners, by the way, that have also got telescopic forks. There's a few of them have been saying that it's got a tiny hand on the end, which freaks me <laughs> right out. No, mine is mine is fork-shaped. If it's got a tiny little hand, it's like not, a little it's Victorian not, doll. It's not that. Oh, dear. Uh, Peter has sent an amazing picture of a parasol for his beer bottle. What a great idea. He's got his priority sorted. Uh, Algie says veg chopper can hide loads of stuff that the kids don't like in the meals. Rebecca has suggested a uh, left-handed ruler, which... That can't be a thing. It must be. That's like getting a, a long weight if you're an apprentice or something. No, it's a made-up thing. If you're trying to draw, like, measure a line with... Hang on, am I... Have I... Well, this is it. You'd just turn the ruler upside down, wouldn't you? Yeah, that would work. Come on now, left-handed community. Clarify both, this for us. Both falling for a joke. Uh, we've got Helen on the line, who's paused this minute. She's about to go into the gym, but needs to tell us about this uh, invention. What is it, Helen? You've got to get the magic egg. So it's like a plastic um, egg. Right. You pop it in the pan with your boiled eggs and the colour changes from the outside in, so you get the perfect egg every time. Soft-boiled, hard-boiled, whatever your preference. Every time, perfect. So it's a really good point, because I have real struggles with boiling eggs, because my, my dad's got this thing where you, you, you uh, you'd use the time from the water being cold, and then you warm it all up together, and yeah. there's other people saying get the, boil, the water to boil first, but no, the, no, the magic no. egg would sort all the arguments out, wouldn't it? Just put them all in together, and as I said, it goes from the outside in, the kids will love it. It changes colour. Honestly, perfect. Get that one. Is Does it work for poached eggs as well, or is it just a boiled egg um, thing? Just just boiled eggs, I think. But maybe they need to diversify and get one for poached eggs, because they are tricky. The next stop, the world. That is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, Helen, you were just about to go into the gym. You're just outside the gym. Uh, what's on the menu for you this evening? Legs, then um, arms, and then uh, aerobic? What's going on? No, I'm doing a body pump class for half an hour and then... Crying uh, in the car. For dinner. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Is that one of those ones where there's, like, throbbing music and, like, stepping up and down on things? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Listen, good luck with that. But rather you than us, but uh, yeah. keep it real. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Becky says, guys, uh, I have a left-handed ruler at work. I use it every day. It's revolutionary. It's a thing. Who knew? Lulu has recommended the bagel guillotine. Bagel guillotine? A guillotine dedicated purely to cutting bagels in half. Great idea. That's next level. Uh, Rich in Blackpool has a two-foot shoehorn. So do I, Rich. Hold my hand up on that as well. Amazing life changer for a 46-year-old with a knackered back, he says. Wowee. Uh, so how many of those have you got? I've got one. Just the one you, you need, need one. No. That's all you need. Uh, it just gets the, the plot thickens with all the, the gadgets Richie's got. Uh, we've got Brian on the line right now who's going to recommend a gadget. What is the gadget that you'd like to recommend, Brian? It's called a back blade, B A K blade. Oh. And if you can imagine, let me describe the scene to you. It is, you know, those big um, scrapers you get for your front window? Yep. For your car. It's about the size of that. And it's got a long handle on it so you can shave your own back. Wow. Wow. Um, this, this is a step on from the telescopic fork for, uh, for scratching. The... Brian, how does it work? Because like, obviously the back is contoured. Um, you have to just do it in the shower and sort of have a mirror at hand to have a look. <laughs> how I, often do I you invested... cut yourself? <laughs> no, it's a, safe, it's a safety razor, so there's, it's not, you can't cut yourself. So were, um, you, were you having a situation where you were trying to shave your own back with, say, your, your other half's razor blades for legs and stuff like that, and it wasn't working out, so you decided to buy this? What I was doing was I was um, using my uh, electric razor uh, beard trimmer to do my back, and then when that didn't work, I asked my wife to do it once. 
She did it once and she said, just for the record, I'm never, ever, ever going to do this again. <laughs> Cross the line. And so that's when I had to invest in the back blade. Wow. I've just had a look online. It's uh, listed in top 10 back hair shavers of 2023. Wow, now that's a hell of a list, isn't it? <laughs> Love that. It's pure JML. Brian, thank you so much. Get yourself a back blade, everybody. This is The Daily Takeaway. Thursday night, as ever, means our film club is uh, up and running. And it had to have a Scottish vibe to it tonight after uh, Burns Night last night, uh, keeping the Scottish feelings going, looking for uh, a Scottish film tonight. We've been uh, trailing that during the day here, and there's been a lot of interest already. Uh, there's loads on Facebook. Really appreciate everyone who's taken time to get involved. David has sent us such a fantastic email that we thought we'd give him a call back and get him on the show. David, you had a great film for us, didn't you, David, mate? Oh, yeah, we had a little look on there. And then, obviously, there's a couple of choices that were on there. Oh my goodness, I actually forgot what I'd put on there. Good to see it's not just me that does that. He's emailed the yeah, show yeah, and he can't remember what he said. <laughs> emailed the man. As soon as I heard you saying that, I thought, well, definitely got to contact you. Um, but then I've been stuck at work now. So David, do you go into do you go into rooms sometimes and, and can't remember why you've gone in there? Oh, and walk past the toilet and have to go in there and use it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> David, our it. producer, has put the email back in front of us. Restlive Natis. Restless course, natives. Uh, Restless natives yeah. is what you said. <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think none of us have covered ourselves in much glory in this phone call. I think all three of us just need a sleep. What did you do? I'll put the phone down, you can phone me straight back. All right, let's just call it quits, shall we, David? <laughs> Take care, David. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, Aaron. Enjoy. What a guy. A full start to Brilliant. the film club so tonight. Couldn't have put it any other way for home time. Uh, Scottish films, please, on the film club. All of us struggling to uh, the, remember the film that he was going with. Restless Natives. Oh, yeah. So many people suggesting that on Facebook. It's got to be considered. Marty saying great soundtrack as well. Uh, Ian Platt going with it. Looking up. Scottish crime comedy from 1985. Wow. Well, I, I what was, a genre. What a genre that is. <laughs> you can find that one on Netflix. I mean, I, I was trying to think of this film from earlier on that I remember watching a few years ago um, and I couldn't, I had scant detail, in fact Richie heard me uh, leave a message for my brother, it was just terrible trying to work out what this film was a uh, lo- load of people got back in touch on Twitter, thank you to Ali says it's called A Lonely Place to Die it's about some climbers that find a kidnapped girl up in the highlands but then are chased by the people that kidnapped her hey, he has explained that quicker than the 45 second <laughs> voice note you left your brother I- I'm not proud of it, it was a long haul Stephen Cambridge wanting to put forward Gregory's Girl with uh, Claire Grogan. I've literally, there's so many people have suggested it, I feel embarrassed to say I've never seen that film. Uh, I, I think I've only seen parts of it studying um, What is it about? Is it like a comedy? I wouldn't or say is comedy like, Is it grim? It's not, no, it's, it's, of, its of its time um, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch classic. it Well Tony from Southend says what about the Duncan Ferguson story? <laughs> Just signed as the manager of Forest Green Rovers today, you never know, that could be a film for the future uh, We've got Karen on the line Karen, what movie from Scotland do you think needs to be put forward? The Angel Share. The Angel about, Share. Um, we never heard of it before. It's um, making of whiskey in Scotland. Um, and it, uh, the Angel Share is the fumes that come off during the process. Uh, but it's a really good film. Funny, the- uh, emotional. Do you know what? I went for a, a distillery tour around Oban because I love Oban Scotch. Lo- I love the whiskey there. And it's it's an interesting process, the whole uh, whiskey making thing. Yeah, it was, as I say, the film is really good, uh, really uh, well made as well. So, yeah, just a bit of a different one. 
Regular listeners to this feature will know I love to go to IMDb and just check out the credibilities <laughs> of the film. It's a Ken Loach film, so it's got a bit of pedigree to it. Right, right. Uh, seven out of ten, narrowly avoiding jail, new dad Robbie vows to turn over a new leaf. A visit to a whiskey distillery inspires him and his mates to seek a way out of their hopeless lives. Sounds pretty good. Yep, it is, it's good. At the Film Club looking for Scottish movies tonight with Burns Night last night. Can't believe we are half an hour into things and Julie's suggested Braveheart and it's taken this long. That's a great movie, isn't it? It's a great movie. Even though us English are on the receiving end. It's true. It's a great movie. Uh, Laura says, Local Hero, amazing soundtrack, fab film, Mark Knopfler, Knopfler, you don't normally pronounce the F like that, do you, really? <laughs> well, I, I, it really reminds me of being a kid because my mum and dad were obsessed with the movie, obsessed with Mark Knopfler and that soundtrack. It's great. Uh, the, particularly that, oh, uh, the, the, the local hero theme is just awesome. Newcastle United's yeah, thing, do, isn't they it? they run out to it. Uh, we've got Debs on the line. Debs, what film are you going for? With Sunshine and Leaf. Sunshine and Leaf. Tell us about that film. Why is it so good? Oh, it's great because the backtrack of it all is the Proclaimers. Yes, the brilliant Proclaimers. And they're looking like you for one of the two of you. I'll let you decide which one it is. Oh, is it like that? Is it on a Thursday night? <laughs> Getting a bush of like in the middle of the film. You're having a bit of a run of it this evening. Sorry about that. I'm having a nightmare this evening. Are you obliged you? I've only just got home from work, so I'm only just listening. But, um, yeah, absolutely, I think it'll be great. Brilliant. So you got home from work, I thought you'd get a dig in before you had your tea. <laughs> the film club's searching for Scottish films. Birds Night last night. So many people suggesting some amazing... F- No-one has put forward what I was going to put forward, the Eurovision Song Contest film, The Story of Fire Saga. I've never heard of that before in my life. It's on Netflix. It's brilliant. Will what, Ferrell. What's Fire Saga? Uh, an Icelandic uh, band that enter Eurovision. Wow! With Phil, Will Ferrell in it. Why? Why is our producer got his head in his hands? Are they Icelandic? Yes. So how's it Scottish? Because the Eurovision final is set in Edinburgh, and that's where most of the action happens. Okay. It's tenuous, but it's fine. It's in. <laughs> that's <laughs> why no one suggested it. I suppose. <laughs> hey, uh, we, we need to give an honorary mention to Highlander. Yes. What, what a series of movies they are. James from Bromley has picked that one, but I think we've agreed on one that we're going to go for this evening. Uh, yeah, and it's not going to be Train Spotting, which a lot of people came in with as well. Because that's been beaten by possibly the most popular suggestion. We heard a call about it earlier, this Angel Share. Have you got room in your life for a movie that's purely about the distillery process of making whiskey in 2023? I think we all have. We all have. Get it in your... Well, you can't put it in your video machines because times have changed, but just download it, yeah? That's the movie we're going with. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there's the, there's the show. Uh, we're still alive at the moment, uh, having eaten this questionable panettone that our producer Adam has given us. Richie's been doing some research during the programme about how long they're supposed to last. You can expect a panettone to last about five to seven days once it's been opened. Adam, was that panettone open? No, it was opened an hour before I gave it to you. Okay, because no. I'm quite a big baby when it comes to food poisoning. And... <laughs> you didn't have a problem eating it all. No, I've eaten all of it. That's the problem. I've got a big long train trip in a minute. 